Welcome to the third episode of The Shop Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and today we have two of the most important people in my life on the show today, my best friend, Tyler Fitch, and my fiance, Maddie Style. It is the evening of the opening day of Wisconsin gun season in 2019. We were all out in the woods today, and now we are sitting down, relaxing at the end of the day. All right, let's get into it. Tyler, welcome to the show. Your first episode on the podcast. Very excited about it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Should be a, a good time, hopefully. Very excited to have you here. So give a little background about the, how long we've known each other and your history in hunting. All right, well, I've known you, Matt, since, what, we were two? Tell me about Something like that. Introduced, uh, our parents were friends. We got introduced uh, through, like, a daycare or something like that, and... Uh, my first time hunting was with you. Um, I'm trying to remember when. God, it was a long probably, time ago. <laughs> it was probably when I was 14. Sure. I'm guessing, I think. Yeah, probably right around then. Something around there. I don't know if it was... It might have been turkeys. I might have gone with you guys turkey hunting once. Turkey hunting is probably where we started, yeah. And then uh, that kind of grad... you. Well, let me go back, actually, <laughs> um, to, 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 like, getting into shooting bows and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd go with you guys to the sportsman club, shoot bows, and kind of got into that. And then I think somewhere in, when I was maybe 13 or 14, went hunting with you guys. And then you talked me into getting a bow. Yeah. And then that kind of snowballed, and I went bow hunting and then gun hunting. And, now and you've just, gun hunted every, almost every year since. Yeah. Like, you've almost. come to deer camp as it's long as I can years. remember. Yeah, it's probably been five well, years. high school. Yeah. Longer than that, because I would have just been here, so... Probably seven. Seven years? Seven years. It's a long guess. time. Yeah. Time to it's, it's, it's a blast. It is. It's always a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memories made, for sure. Absolutely. Maddie, welcome to the show. Very Thanks. excited to have you here. Thanks for so, having me. So, why don't you give a little bit about your history in hunting and fishing in the outdoors yeah so i've been in the outdoors since i was born with my dad um mainly fishing but also in the woods whether it's just across the road from our house hunting fishing whatever mainly with him and then when you and i started dating about five years ago i started hunting with you and then had my bow started bow hunting with you more and then started gun hunting with you a little bit um three years ago Mm -hmm. was my first time coming to deer camp and then back at it this year with you yeah well very exciting very cool so um, I think you guys have both listened to the first and second episode of the Shop Podcast. Maybe not. That's all right. No judgment here. But there's two main topics that I like to get into. And the first is hunting in the outdoors and um, specifically bow hunting. And the second is then um, photography and video and like mixing that and having that be part of my passion for the outdoors. And Tyler, I know over the years I have dragged you into filming your hunts. Yeah. Um, because it's something that I love to do and I was like, man, you should do it too. And luckily you, uh, given to peer pressure pretty easy. So I was able to convince you to start taking a camera. So 
talk to me about what it's been like getting into filming, um, especially having someone kind of encouraging you to do it like that. What has it been like for you? Well, at first I was kind of like, uh, what's the word? Not a hesitant, hesitant. Yes. Hesitant <laughs> to, to bring all the extra stuff along because it's, it's, a lot of stuff you got to bring a camera a camera arm if you're in a tree stand or a tripod if you're in like a blind sure um and just like trying to get the shot before you like if you have an animal walk in trying to get that all uh you know you got to get the shot lined up before you actually take the shot which is you pretty much have to shoot the thing twice yeah it's it's difficult it's hard it's and they make it look easy and it's it's not yeah um but just i don't know more you do it like you get some stuff on film and it's just fun to look back you know you can look back and just say oh i remember this time and you can look through all your videos and stuff that you have which is kind of fun to look at especially like down the line yeah you know a year. i feel like it really helps the memories too like yeah you know when you can watch them like oh my god and then that sparks other things that you remember from like that year that trip yeah and, and it's just it's just fun to like document you know what i mean just kind of like yeah you know record what just happens in the woods or if you're out on the water like i just bought a a gopro and i've been using it on my boat not as much as i should be but a little bit and it's just fun to look back and you can use it as a tool too like for me when i use it fishing i can look and be like okay i was fishing when you watch it you can be like that fish ate when i was working it slow or fast or stuff like that and you can help dial in a bite or in hunting you can go back and look at your films and see like oh this deer came in from this way this way or you know what i mean just and like, even like you know similar to when when the fish hits like where your shot is yeah you know you hit it back where, like yeah well, people for try- like looking back at your shot like after you shoot that if you're not 100 percent sure on your shot you can record right there and be like you know go back and look okay i hit this deer you know in the lungs i should be good or i hit it a little back we should wait a little bit to go look for it and stuff like that which is actually a big help but overall it's just fun to look you know it's adds an extra challenge which is always a good thing in (laughs) some people's mind yeah yeah but it's fun some people are hesitant like your father (laughs) trying to turn him but big dad it's uh, it's fun but that's for sure cool yeah I, i mean i know over the years i've kind of encouraged most of the people that I hunt with to film yeah. just because I think it does add another element to it. My dad is a good example of someone who has been very reluctant to do so. <laughs> um, fortunately, you and I hunt together a lot and you were very willing to pick it up and give it a try and you know, yeah. started off with just a GoPro and transitioned into having an actual camera and then you picked up that GoPro for fishing which I know you've really enjoyed and yeah, it's- using that and everything which I think has really worked out for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so talking about fishing a little bit, give us a little bit of background on your fishing history and uh, um, just how I got into that. Yeah, sure. A little bit of how I got into it and a little bit into like you've been starting to try to film lately. What's that like? What Maybe what are some of your goals for that if you have any? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Well, fishing started when I was very young. Um, I think went with my dad for the first I don't remember when I you know four or five probably caught a bluegill or something like that mm-hmm. and uh fished with him he showed me musky fishing I got into musky fishing 
for a period of time. Um, that's something I don't know. I'd like to get back into it maybe a little bit. But uh, and then uh, my parents, once they split up, my mom's boyfriend he fished bass tournaments. Yeah, and that showed me a whole different side to fishing, the competitive nature of fishing that I didn't know really existed, and like that kind of had me intrigued and I tried it and I've kind of been hooked ever since got a boat got a fucking all this stuff (laughs) yeah you you got fucking everything it's uh it's an investment that's for sure if you're gonna make the leap yeah you're gonna it's expensive yeah just say that but just to get into fishing in general it doesn't have to be expensive you only need a rod a reel and you know what I mean yeah I I just went off the deep end and (laughs) But, um, and then trying to film, um, that's a, the hardest thing for me, the GoPro is easy cause you just turn it on, you let it go. I got to get a setup to where I can have a, like a cord that goes to like a battery pack or something like that. So I don't have to change batteries every hour or something like that. Cause I'll forget to do that. And just, I need to remember, remember just to turn it on every time I go. Yeah. Cause you miss a lot of stuff if you don't yeah turn it on well and with fishing i feel like that's a lot of footage yeah it is a lot of footage because you're flipping for hours and like you could get a bite at any minute yeah you have to have it on at all times when you're casting yeah because any cast could be a a giant yeah four or five pounder well it's not giant but well it's giant that's a big one (laughs) five pounder is a, a toad yeah but yeah it's and i don't know it's fun getting getting the shot and all that that's that's different from hunting because hunting you gotta well hunting you, you have to like see it coming you have to make yeah. sure it's a shooter you know you have to identify it. there's like make a sure you get it in it. frame and stuff like that the gopro for fishing you just kind of set it up make sure that you're in frame good that when you're casting you can see yourself and then you go you just go you just go fishing and then don't worry about that yeah just every hour make sure you check well i have to check make sure the batteries are charged yeah we'll have to get you a better setup for that yeah switch out <laughs> get batteries. You rolling. yeah yeah but other than that it's fun man screwing around with it a little bit and yeah it's good i gotta i'm gonna next year i think i'm gonna use it for some tournaments to get that that'd be cool instead of just fun fishing. are you gonna be dropping some vids i don't know we'll see we need some I, hot edits coming out of you tyler yeah be sick. i'll try mess around some more with that editing software and yeah get that going but yeah plug for an editing software if anyone's looking for a free editing software um i grew up using adobe premiere because that's what i learned on um in middle school and high school but you know that software is very expensive recently heard about davinci resolve um and their platform is awesome it's a little bit trickier to learn if you're switching from premiere but i mean you can do absolutely anything you can dream of with um, this software and it's free so really hard to argue with highly would recommend if you're looking for a free editing software um, that is the place that i would look no this is not an ad however if they want to pay me i'm totally down for that i can attest it was hard not hard but there's a learning curve definitely for sure it's definitely a professional level editing software and there's a lot on there there's a lot of layers yeah, yeah. Like I just—it's an ogre. It's a what? It's an ogre. A lot of layers, <laughs> like a onion. <laughs> yup. That made no sense. It's a Shrek I'm, reference. <laughs> you didn't get the Shrek. Oh, I didn't get the right. ogre part. Oh, okay. Well. It's like an ogre that has whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
whatever. Drop a like if you got that reference. <laughs> um, hey, Maddie, do you want to talk about your experience filming or being in the videos? What do you think of it? What 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 have you enjoyed? What have you not enjoyed? Yeah, I like it. I think it's definitely something you have to adjust to because I don't like sure. being on camera at four in the morning. Sure. And it feels a little uncomfortable, but I like it. I think it's something that's fun to look back on. We used to make videos a lot in college when we would go hunting and those yeah. are fun to like go back and watch later just to kind of see for memories and things like that. It's crazy to see how much we've changed. I know. Um, yeah. So I like it for that reason and I like it for the memories, but I don't necessarily feel like it's something I would do on my own because sure. I don't know how and I feel uncomfortable. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And it adds a lot more to the hunt, which I totally understand. Yeah. But I do enjoy it. Good. Cool. Well, shifting gears a little bit, let's dive back into archery. Um, I know, Maddie, how did you get started in archery? You. I think we're a big part of just target shooting archery that I got started with. Um, but I think that it's something that I enjoy because it's something I can compete against myself with sure. which is something i'm always looking for so it's a way that i can feel like i'm doing a competitive sport but i'm not competing against anyone because i don't even see you as a competitor sure. because it feels like we're both just going to, to make each other yeah and to like work on making ourselves better together so it's fun to do in like that sense but yeah i think it's just something that i enjoy being able to just like focus on and really like dump everything into like emotionally and focus wise yeah absolutely tyler i know i got you started in archery what is one thing that helped you to get in convince you to get into it you know because archery as fishing sometimes can be when you go off the deep end is a lot how how do you think it was um what convinced you to maybe get into archery because i know we used to shoot shoot tournaments as kids and we used to shoot league or whatever like yeah. was it just the fact that we would do it or was there something else that kind of drew you to that sport well i enjoy it that's yeah. first that's well that's the first thing you gotta enjoy something yeah before absolutely. you like make a commitment to go buy something so i definitely like enjoy it it's just something you know it's fun to go do with your friends or family or whatever and just i don't know what it is it's kind of a deal with yourself competing against yourself get better you don't really got to worry about like unless you're doing tournaments and stuff that I guess it's a competition but it's just something with yourself it's kind of a I don't know how to explain it it's uh it's different than like going and shooting a gun or what there's a lot of consistency you, you gotta be consistent and, you gotta yeah. practice a lot to get good at it which I'm not good at it <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even listen to me giving any archery tips I just know you gotta practice a lot yeah which I don't I don't practice nearly fishing enough. season gets in the way of that doesn't it yeah <laughs> April to October so but yeah it's uh but no I when I do do it it's it's fun I enjoy it it's a nice change of pace to do something different yeah I think archery and fishing are similar in a lot of ways being where it's like yes there are tournaments where you're competing against other people but a lot of it's just like figuring things out like understanding a yeah, mind game yeah, it is both our yeah. archery and fishing. Well, can be a mind game. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's eighty <laughs> percent 
Mental. I can make the spiel for it, but yeah. Let's hear it. What's the spiel for it being the mental? The spiel for yeah. it's all it's all about making choices, decision making. Sure. Stuff like I mean, just how to keep your head in the game, especially for tournament fishing. Yeah. When you got money on the line, um, say you lose a big fish or whatever, are you gonna stay focused or are you gonna fall apart and be like, Oh fuck, that was the that was the tournament winning fish right there whatever yeah. or i'm not gonna make the money now yeah or can you just put it aside and stay focused be like okay that fish bit here because of this because of this reason or it was on a point with the current you know coming in at this angle sitting in an eddy can i go duplicate that somewhere else to get another bite and stuff like that you could gotta look at it with a positive attitude but you know pma yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. a positive, positive mental attitude, attitude. <laughs> it's what it's all about out there and then with archery is the same way yeah we gotta stay focused and you know you make I mean everybody makes bad shots and stuff like that but it's a deal where you gotta you know stay focused settled in and just it's a mind game with yourself to just you know stay focused settle in squeeze the trigger don't psych yourself out and don't get yeah don't psych yourself out don't get flustered you know what I mean yeah it's easy, especially when there's people standing here and here. <laughs> yeah, both sides yeah. of you. And you're yeah. trying to settle in, and they're shooting, you know, quick or whatever. It's just hard. you got to calm down, stay focused, and just worry about what you're doing and not what him and him are doing yeah. to left and right of you. It's funny because once you get to, like, an elite level, like, you watch people who literally disappear. Like, they have no idea what's going on. They're in their own world executing that shot, and that's the only thing that they're focused on. Yeah. Like, they're so dialed in, it's crazy. And, like, it is very much so a mind game of, like, okay, you drop an arrow, you can do it again, put one right in the middle, like, build yeah. that confidence back up. Where it's, it's like, like a, a quarterback, yeah. you know, when he throws an intercept, yeah. you got to have a short memory. Yeah, absolutely. Doing this stuff. So I think talking into some of your tournament stuff like keeping that mindset are there any like superstitions you have for tournament fishing that you like repeat every time no bananas in the boat that's okay. rule number one okay <laughs> that's a super is this a standard rule or this is i mean i think most people in the fishing world no bananas in the boat okay that's I, why I couldn't go when i was a kid i brought donuts and bananas into the boat and my dad will never let me live it down that was your first strike mm -hmm. wow Okay, no bananas. Yeah, bananas are a no-go. Um, I don't really have any, just like, superstitions. That's the only one. Okay. Bananas. And okay. it's not even really, like... <laughs> it's just because people say, yeah. don't have bananas in the boat. I will say, one time I was fishing a tournament. Oh, my gosh. Where was it? It was in Lacrosse on the Mississippi River. And what happened that day? My partner had a banana. Okay. I didn't say anything. We were idling out. We went through boat check, and he pulls out banana. The biggest, yellowest <laughs> banana. Like, seriously. It was like a plantain, except it was a banana. <laughs> I swear to God. That was one of those quick trip specials. Yeah. Plug the KT here. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. But it was... And I just... I didn't say anything. I was just thinking, oh, well, that's your decision. We're going to test it out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Well, I did catch a limit that day, which was... I barely did. I caught my last fish at, like, 2.15. I had to check in at, like, 2.30. But, uh... We're going down this uh, this slough, and I look down, and there's a dang banana peel. And I flip in next to a tree. I get bit. 
set the hook, fish comes out, and he comes off right next to the boat. And it was like a two and a half, three pounder. Sure. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I looked down, and there's this banana peel floating on the... <laughs> I swear. Just in some slough in the backwaters, there's a banana peel floating. I swear on my just life. Just to remind you. Just to remind me that, you know, bananas. <laughs> but no bananas in the boat after that. Yeah. Ever again. So what would you do? Say you have a backwater return. Would you tell him get rid no, of that I banana? Say anything. I really wouldn't say. Oh anything. come on, man! That'd but be funny. Get that on. The I m- might make a joke. You know, like oh, you're gonna have a banana. <laughs> but, uh, you can have bananas on the way to the boat ramp in the car. Okay. Or just at can't the get in the water. Ramp. Can't get in the boat and get in the water with a banana in the boat. Okay. Wow. Noted. No banana shakes. No banana. <laughs> no, no banana, banana flavors. Yeah. Just no banana. No no banana. banana. Laffy Taffy's. Yeah. yeah. Well, no banana Laffy. Time about that slide. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only like superstition. I don't have any other superstitions really. Sure. Is there any? Like I know, for me, deer hunting a lot. One of the things that I look forward to is like the conversations on the way out to the land. Like because everywhere we hunt, we have to drive like. Yeah. Anywhere from a half hour to 45 minutes and like stop by quick trip in the morning, grab your breakfast, like yeah. talk, whatever. Like that's part of like the routine. And like here at deer camp, it's like cosmic brownies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Star crunch. Yeah. So like those things are staples. Is there anything you have like that for fishing? That's like you look forward to when you get out on the water or on your way to the water or is it a little bit different? It might be different in the summertime. Um, the Starbucks, the, uh, what is it, the double espresso something what not espresso the double shot things. oh the, yeah <laughs> I, I drink those yeah they're in a can it's yeah. not actually starbucks it's like starbucks branded yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh, I, I, would, I wouldn't call that like a staple i just drink those because they're good sure um i don't know i guess not really because i'd switch it up every time sure it's always a little different it's always a little different i mean yeah, I don't got like a staple. Sure, like going out. <laughs> Maddie, is there any staples in your routine for hunting or fishing that you thoroughly look forward to? Black coffee yeah. in the morning. That's why I needed to stop a quick trip this morning because sure. I need my black coffee Are we in the morning. Tomorrow morning, by the way. Oh, for sure. We have to, okay. but it's just that first sip of coffee in the car. When it's still dark out and the sun yeah. isn't risen yet, and you just take your first sip. I told you this morning, it warms your innards. <laughs> yeah. So I'm stealing this thought from a friend of mine, Noah Juilliard. If you're listening, shout out. Um, he is a very avid waterfowl, specifically goose hunter. Mm-hmm. And they have this tradition that he does every single time they go out hunting. He boils hard boiled eggs fresh every morning. Mm hmm. And wraps them in like paper towel and tin foil, so they're still hot. Yeah. You set up the set up the spread in the morning, and then when you're done, he brings a thermos full of black coffee and hard, warm hard boiled eggs to have. And I just like, Mom. oh, dude, it hit the spot that morning. You know, it's like a brisk winter morning. Yeah. You crack open a black hot coffee and then a warm hard boiled egg. And I've been thinking about maybe translating that as to into a hunting tradition. And I just think. Like, what are your thoughts on that? You think that's a good idea? Are you gonna boil the eggs in the morning? Oh, I, listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna make anybody else do that. That's a bold statement by you, because I don't know if that's actually gonna happen. Well, that's why we haven't done it yet. I'm yeah. thinking about it. It's a lot of work. I it's mean, a big if you commitment. do it. I'm always down for a hard boiled egg. Okay. 
think Maddie? it's a I think it's a more health conscious option than a star crunch. So I'm all for it's it. Valid, <laughs> very fucking valid. Do we point. get wheat toast with it too? Yeah. Oh, do you want toad in a hole? Wheat toast. Familiar with a toad in a hole? Wheat toast. Oh, wheat. A, a toad in a hole. Thing. You don't ever had a toad in a hole? Wait, I might know <gasps> what a toad in a hole is. You take the piece of bread. Yep. And you put it on like the skillet, and then you you cut a hole in it in the middle, mm-hmm. and you crack an egg into the hole. Toad in the hole. I'll be honest, I've never had that. Maybe we'll make toad in the hole in the morning. Oh, I can make them the best. They're really good. My dad always used to make them when I was a kid. They're really good and pretty convenient. And they're yummy. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, and you do it like over easy and it's bomb. Um, okay, so translating back into gun season here, let's talk about how today went. Um, slow. <laughs> I've had better days. Yeah, definitely have better days in the woods. But it, the weather was nice. A little windy this morning. Well, not yeah. this morning, but like mid midday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It got kind of windy, which uh, you guys probably didn't even notice it in that enclosed box blind. <laughs> yeah, we were in the box blind, and uh, it was toasty. Uh, my heater wasn't working today, so <laughs> I was a little frigid. Yeah, I bet. My piggies were a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got a little brisk this morning. Um for those of you who don't know, during Wisconsin gun season, we hunt out of box blinds. Um, during bow season, we hunt out, hunt out of ladder stands or hang-ons, but we have box box stands up here that we hunt out of, and we put little buddy propane heaters in them um, for the cold days and uh, the cool days. All the days. <laughs> all the days. Every day. So we just put them in there for gun season just to keep us warm because we do all-day sits. Um through gun season this year is getting cut a little bit short but um it's good to go tyler's wasn't working me and maddie sat together this morning ours worked great it was nice we saw a couple of does this morning we were on doe patrol but couldn't get a shot off got some film meet mission this week yeah meet mission brown don if it's brown it's don yeah we are we're after some delicious backstrap we are not here for big antlers big shout out to my buddy john hermes he put the smack down on two beautiful that. bucks today. What an opening morning. His dad got one, too. Right? Yeah, his dad got one. There was three beautiful bucks down in that deer camp, and that is a heck of a way to kick off the season. Yeah, for sure. And I was sitting up here staring at an empty field, so that was, yeah, I was, I was watching, a little salty. I, I did see a black squirrel today. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> we saw two red foxes, which is really cool. That was yeah. cool to see, like, through the binoculars. Yeah. Watching them this morning. Yeah, they were hanging out for a while, and they were trotting around or whatever, and I'd never seen red foxes like that for that extended period of time like they were there for a couple of hours it was crazy yeah um but yeah and saw a couple of deer didn't get a shot off at them and then we pretty much got scummed the rest of the afternoon it was pretty quiet it was nice though yeah of course it's always nice to be in the woods but yeah. i mean i what else? i saw one fawn it was a small doe or a fawn sure at like one thirty, just crossed the the little swamp behind me and then right at last light a doe came out in the same spot that's actually on the neighbor's side that's why i didn't shoot the doe but uh she came out milled around right at last light for a little bit and then went off into the brush yeah but that's all i saw I did nothing this morning yeah but the weather sucks this year man we had snow for a couple weeks yeah and then the Last night it was kind of cold. Yeah, it warmed up again, and now it's in, like, 30s and 40s, which, like... Isn't bad. It's beautiful weather outside. It's, like, perfect for sitting, because it's not... Like, the middle of the day, you don't have to have your heater on or anything. Yes. But 
I think those whitetails are just not up on their feet as much as they used to be. They're waiting till dark, dark to yeah. get up and start moving. And and with that snow being gone, it's so hard to see them. Everything being yeah. brown in there, and it's pretty thick, and you just There's a lot ugh. of like underbrush. Yeah. We're hunting. Um, hot take yeah. tomorrow: Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers. Who are you taking? Um, the Packers. It's not even a question. Didn't sound very confident. Well, why do you even ask the question? <laughs> Green Bay's going to win. Big I Packer think. backer over here. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't blame you. I'm taking I'm taking Green Bay. I can't bet against the, the bad, bad man, Aaron Rodgers himself. Bad man. Any score predictions? Ooh. Mm. I'm not sure. I, higher scoring. I would take the over. I don't know what the number is, but I'd take the over. Well, actually, no. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know what the number is either. I don't know the spread. But my guess would be something like 35-27 Green Bay. See, I don't know if it's going to be that high scoring now that I think about it. It's that Jimmy G offense. I think that I think they're getting George Kittle back this week. Yeah, that San Francisco defense is good, though. I'm going to say Green Bay 24 San Francisco 20. I think it'll be a close game. That's a pretty close game. Maddie, any score takes here? I was going to say it'll probably be close, but I don't have a prediction. Well, now you got to have one. You're the one that asked. Yeah. But I guess right this morning on the first shot timing. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, that. this morning we were taking bets in the car. What time we hear first shot? And Tyler's over here guessing like 6.28 in the morning. <laughs> Shooting hours didn't even open until... 6.30. Yeah, it got... It was... Checked my phone. It was 6.20. I was like, ah, it's still dark out. I lost this bet. <laughs> and and uh, Maddie put in her bet there on the way in. She said 6.41. Right? It ticked... Literally just ticked 6.41. Yeah. Gunshot coming from the neighbor. Bang. I'm going to keep my luck going on that. Yeah, that's that's pretty dang good. I'm going to I'm gonna take the Packers, though. Take the Packers. Okay. All right. So we're all taking the Packers. We'll have to see how that turns out tomorrow. Yeah. Playing the late game, um, so a question that I asked my my dad on 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 his episode is another one I'm going to repeat here. Um, you have listened and watched my content over the years. On the spot, give me your honest opinion. All right, what do you think of it? What's good, and what can I do better? I like it, just straight off the bat. Okay, I enjoy it because I just like. I like watching it. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff I like have done with you. So I'm like, oh, that was fun. We did that and yeah. screwing around. Um, something you could improve on. Hmm. That's a, I don't know. Maybe getting, actually killing animals when you go in video. I'm joking. No, that's a very valid point. <laughs> I'm it's joking. Like it's hard I to killed do. last weekend and I didn't have an SD card. Yeah. That was oh my God. a good move on your part. Yeah, that was Pro level stuff. Prepared you are, <laughs> but baby Yoda meme. <laughs> yup. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess I gotta watch videos over maybe and see. I think for the most part, like your editing's good. Sure, everything like that. Just executing the kill and everything, getting that, which is tough to do. Yeah, I'm not saying like yeah. improve on that. Going, <laughs> go kill one tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> First thing that walks by might get an ounce of lead to its chest, but <laughs> but no. Overall, I think they're good. I like them. 
for right. sure. I think you should keep doing them. All right. Well, I, I definitely plan to. It's all fun for me as well. This is the this is the answer I'm really looking forward to here. I'm, I'm excited too. I want to see if she just shreds me, me. <laughs> or just shreds me. a supportive fiance, Madeline Ruth. <laughs> I think that your heart and your drive shows through in your content, whether it's through this podcast on instagram through your videos whatever those are two like very obvious things in all of your content which i think is good because a lot of outdoors content focuses just on the kill and just on the execution which is a very important but also you do a good job of showing the background behind the why which i think is important I don't want to cut you off, but this sounds like I'm about to get freaking shredded on the back end. No. I'm looking forward to it. Why does everyone think I'm going to sh- No. Go for it. The only thing I would say is that I think that you could work on using what you have and using your resources instead of constantly needing to upgrade your equipment or buy new things. I think that you could use a bit of... A bit, you could be a bit more tactical with what you have instead of always needing more and focus on learning more about the equipment you have of how to make it better rather than just upgrading it. And I think you could work on the way that your ego shines through in all forms of content that you produce. little shot on the back end. Not as bad as it could have been, but... That was an easy blow. I really saw that coming in a lot worse. I'll take all of that constructive criticism. I think that the equipment point is very valid, and I think that is true for a lot of people, not just in making videos. I feel like that is a big thing, though. There's always the new tech and the new lens and the new this and the new that, and, like, everybody always wants that. 8,000 <laughs> whatever <Right>. pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Millions and millions of megapixels. <laughs> um, shout out to Pat McAfee, sponsor the show, bro. Um, no, but I think that, well, yes, I agree with you, and I, I do want things I might not need. I think that's true for people in fishing and people in archery. Totally, which is what Tyler was just talking about. Totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. like it's like you want the new rod or the new reel or the new boat or whatever. Or the new bow or the new gun. <laughs> yeah. Anything yeah. applies to anything. New shoes, new clothes. New haircut. New haircut. By the way, how is it? It's pretty sick. We'll have to post a pic of the three of us tomorrow with the six stashes. And I'll we'll Minus to, Maddie. I we'll get her a fake stash. I have a six stash. That'd be funny. That would be hilarious. I'm you should pull your hair across or something and give you a fake mustache. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a rut stash. Did you like that? Post on the IG. I like that. Rut <laughs> stash. I chuckle. And I found this hat. Only we could get Todd. He's got the goatee, but it's weak. Yeah. It's weak. It's a rookie movie. He didn't I, prep. He honestly, we needed some more preparation at him. And then I found this hat laying around at my grandparents' house that says it's got a, it's got a mallard and a white tail. It says hunting with an R ball, so it's registered trademark. Not quite sure. Someone registered hunting. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that works or how you get an R ball on that. Might be Chinese. Um, and then it says an American tradition. Blaze orange hat, pretty dope. Uh, probably gonna be my daily wear from now on. <laughs> You're not bringing this home. I'm definitely bringing it home, but. Dude, some of the best hat finds are like at your grandparents' Dude, house. for sure. It's clutch. It's vintage. Yeah. Um, but we got that. We got the. I, tonight, uh, Maddie and Tyler gave me a haircut. 
So it's pretty sick, actually. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I think we did okay. It's honestly pretty solid. We did a good job. It's We're never doing it. Well, I have never done it before. I don't know about her. But. Yeah, I don't know. But it's I've solid. I've never cut his hair, no. Okay. It's solid. That was the first time I ever cut anyone's hair. Yeah, you know, honestly, I've had worse haircuts at Great Clips. So I think that says a lot about Great Clips. I think I should just quit my job and open a salon. Salon. Seriously. Um, but cool. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thank you for your support of what I am working on and doing. I really do appreciate it. Um, the two of you mean the world to me and I am, I'm really, really very grateful for everything. So thanks for coming on the show. We're grateful for yeah. you, Weiss. And you're glad. It is a privilege to know to you. have you in our life. Jesus yeah. Christ. We are so blessed. <laughs> we are hashtag blessed to know you. Any last Thank second you. plugs? Where can, where can the people find you? Instagram, uh, Snapchat, uh, at Tyler Fitch, 2297. Just tell them the places. Don't tell them what you yeah, handle it. I struggle. I read the struggle, but it's late. I've, I'm running on I don't even know what time it four is. hours of sleep. I got about four. Looks like we're going to do that again. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest. Where can people find you? Um, the people can find me on Instagram, at Madeline Style. Um, that's about the only place I'm active currently. <laughs> that's a good point. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe. Drop a comment down below. Let me know if I should have these two goons back on the show. Um, again, thanks for listening. <laughs>